Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On today's Live Daily News, the Smokehouse Creek wildfire in the Panhandle is the largest in the state's history. San Angelo Fire Chief Patrick Rohde is here to talk about that. The monthly restaurant inspection list is out. We'll have details. And one dog remains on death row in San Angelo before the deadline Saturday. Those stories and more. I'm Yantis Green and this is Live. We'll get to the news in a minute, but first, need a new or improved driveway? How's your parking lot or that ranch road? Now's the time to get it all repaved. San Angelo-based Mac Asphalt Paving is ready to get to work for you right now. Go to macasphaltpaving.com and request a free, free no-obligation quote. They're offering heavily discounted repaving and paving packages right now. If you've been thinking about paving your driveway, parking lot, or that ranch road, get a quick turnaround quote while you can save a whole lot. Do so by going to macasphaltpaving.com. In news, the San Angelo Fire Department has dispatched a second crew to battle the state's largest wildfire in history in the Panhandle. The Smokehouse Creek Fire has now burned over a million acres and is far from being controlled. Joe Hyde sits down with San Angelo Fire Chief Patrick Brody during our interview segment in just a few minutes to talk about the historic wildfires and how to respond to them. Read more on that story on SanAngeloLive.com. Also, the City of San Angelo has released the monthly health reports for San Angelo restaurants, and a few of them raised eyebrows today. According to the January 2024 report, Kung Fu Noodle scored a 59 out of a possible 100 in an inspection on January 30th. Hidalgo's on North Chadburn scored a 77, and What Defoe scored an 82 in January. You can read the full list and what that means in the story on SanAngeloLive.com. Also, have you downloaded the all-new San Angelo Live mobile app for your phone yet? It's now available on the Apple App Store and in the Google Play Store, so all iPhone and Android users can have all the latest stories delivered directly to an app, one button touch on their phones. That's the all-new San Angelo Live mobile app. And one dog out of 14 remains in danger of being put down Saturday at the San Angelo Animal Shelter. According to the shelter, Cheech, a seven-year-old mixed-breed mid-sized dog, is, uh, just needs a good home. If he is not fostered or adopted by Saturday afternoon, he will be euthanized. Cheech is, one, is the last of the 14 dogs who were scheduled to be put down Saturday because of overcrowding at the shelter. The San Angelo shelter uh, is limited by city ordinance to only 180 dogs. It is time for the city to ban all dog breeding in the city limits. Don't agree? Have a better solution? Read more on SanAngeloLive.com and leave a comment. 
Turning to weather, the Concho Valley will see a warming trend on Friday with high temperatures reaching the 70s. The unseasonably warm temperatures will continue into the weekend with highs in the mid-80s Saturday and Sunday, and that's about 15 degrees above normal for this time of the year. While most of the area will remain dry, there is a slight chance for some isolated showers by the middle of next week. When we come back, uh, we will have sports and also uh, that interview with the fire chief. But first, here's a word from the Bass Bunch. We have some breaking news to report from Jim Bass Ford. According to our sources at Jim Bass, you can get 1.9% financing for 72 months on 2023 Ford F-150s. We are told that this offer is good through April 2nd, so hurry to Jim Bass Ford at the corner of Houston Heart and Arden Road or shop 24-7 at BassBunch.com. Thank you for watching, and we now return you to our regular programming. The Angelo State Rams baseball and Bells softball teams play Lone Star Conference matchups this weekend. The Rams head to Fort Smith, Arkansas to play a four-game series against UA Fort Smith starting tomorrow. The Rams beat Arlington Baptist at home on Wednesday 12-4 to recover after losing the first series of the season against UT Tyler last weekend. First pitch is scheduled for noon tomorrow. The Ram Bells come off back-to-back -back LSC series losses after falling 2-1 in a three-game series to Texas women's in Denton on Wednesday. The Bells return home to host Oklahoma Christian at the ASU softball complex on Saturday for a three-game series starting with a doubleheader. First pitch on Saturday is scheduled for 1 p.m. The, the Bells will play game three on Sunday. And for more sports around the Concho Valley and beyond, be sure to check in every day at sanangelolive.com slash news slash sports. This month only, mix and match cleaning and disinfecting services and save big with Carpet Tech. For example, get your carpet clean, save 10%. Get your carpet and tile clean, save 15%. Or get your carpet and tile and air ducts clean, save 20%. Call Carpet Tech today, 325-735-5142. If your home is in a red call, Carpet Tech, yeah. If you've been injured, there may be some things you haven't thought about. One, take pictures. Two, get the names of any witnesses. And three, don't post anything on social media until you've talked to an attorney. Call Jay Chandler Law. Hello, I'm Joe Hyde uh, with San Angelo Live. I'm the publisher and the founder of San Angelo Live. Today, because we have these, I mean, fires are in the, uh, the news with the, the grass fires are the brush fires up in the panhandle. And I thought I would bring on our own San Angelo Fire Department Chief, Patrick Brody. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, thanks for having me. I know you're nervous. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Well, uh, let's just start off with what's what's going on. Uh, we have, a, I guess, one at least one crew deployed from San Angelo to the panhandle of Texas to fight these fires. Uh, yes, sir. So Friday, we received a star request from the state of Texas. What is a star request? Mean? So it's the state of Texas assistance request, okay. and it comes from TIFMIS. Uh, local uh, municipalities will request additional resources for an emergency so across TIFMIS the state. So TIFMIS is a, is, is a statewide program? Yes, it's the Texas Intra Interstate Firefighter Mutual Aid System. And whenever you need resources in your region, 
you, re, you send out a request and they, they send it out to all the uh, departments, all the organizations across the state of Texas and whoever can lend resources does so. Um, but Friday we received that star request for a single resource with a crew and then a strike team leader. So I'll tell you what that means. The single resource has an engine boss on it, kind of like the officer of the unit, two additional firefighters, and then the strike team leader, he is kind of like oversees a group of five resources with their uh, complement of firefighters. When you say fire a resource or the civilian out there, that means basically a truck. Yes, sir. Right? Uh, and basically we sent a type six engine, which is a pickup truck with a, uh, like crew cab, heavy duty pickup truck with a fire pump and a fire tank on the back of it. So uh, they can uh, drive down the road and pump water at the same time. So off-road, four-wheel drive capabilities. Um, Sun Friday, we received the request. Uh, those uh, firefighters deployed on Sunday and they arrived up in the Panhandle Sunday and they were put on initial attack designation. Basically the fire hadn't started yet but they were pre-deployed to an area that that's, was... That, that's an interesting thing. Friday, we didn't know anything about any fires, right? There was no fire. Right. But they have some kind of predictive model that says, hey, we think there's going to be a fire here. Right. There's a lot to it that I don't really understand. I do know that there is some modeling involved where they look at the relative humidity for the region. They look at the moisture content and vegetation, um, wind conditions, uh, forecasted weather conditions. And basically, it's a guess that this region could potentially have a, a grass fire. So they pre-deploy units, so they're uh, quicker response. And they got it pretty close. They pre-deployed pre units up into the panhandle. Um, I don't know what the initial request was. Um, I want to say that it was five strike teams, mm -hmm. which is 25 resources with complement of firefighters. Now, since then, um, our firefighters were up there on Sunday, and we received an additional star request for a Type 3 engine, Basically, Which, that's a bigger, it's just bigger a bigger brush truck, bigger mm -hmm. off-road capability truck, larger tank, more phone capabilities um, with a, an additional complement of firefighters. So we sent four more on that um, second unit. And then we also sent out an additional engine boss to meet up with another crew from another organization. Um, I want to say that and my numbers, the numbers may be different now, but the numbers that I received previous were 25 strike teams have been requested. You know, there's five units per strike team. It's 225 resources, three fire, at least three firefighters per unit. You, know, you have anywhere from 750 to 1,000 firefighters headed to the panhandle, if not already there at the panhandle, to uh, combat this fire. Um, so we have nine of our personnel up there right now and, um, you know, just trying to help our neighbor out because we mm -hmm. may need that help in the future. Now, the mutual support thing uh, is, of course, important because we had the Wildcat fires back in 2011. And that's when we had kind of a similar situation where we had these fires that are surrounding San Angelo, particularly coming out of Grave Creek and Water Valley, those areas up there. And we weren't a member of TIFMAS back then. No, we weren't. And, uh, you know, and a lot of the community, whether it be the Robert Lee community or anybody that was involved in the Wildcat fires, they saw resources coming from, you know, Austin, Dallas, Houston, all these members, all these uh, municipalities, they were part of the TIFMAS program. Well, San Angelo hadn't quite gotten into the program yet. And Robert Lee's our neighbor. We sent the resources that we were able to, but you cannot self-deploy. 
You cannot just show up and say we're here to help because that makes accountability a very difficult task. Um, so we assisted where we could. Our administration was very active in it. They were in the um, incident management team, command staff meetings. Uh, we sent uh, ambulances up, up there for rehab capabilities and in case it was any kind of injuries. Um, as far as sending trucks up there, we weren't able to do so. Um, thankfully now, you know, we've been part of TIFMAS actively and part of TIFMAS for five years, at least okay. five years. And so it's uh, a relatively it, new program. For absolutely. So TIFMAS allows, for example, uh, the city of Austin could deploy resources here if we had a bad, you know, so, Chicago-like fire. Well, kind of the way that it, it pans out is so uh, first thing that we would request is any organization that we may have automatic or mutual aid with. And we have mutual aid with our surrounding counties. Um, and those volunteer departments will come in and assist us. Well, if the, mm -hmm. if the event escalates to the point beyond the capabilities of those units, then we're going to um, reach out to our emergency management, start um, actively. Uh, of course, Texas Forest Service will be an integral part of this as well. Right. Um, then we're going to reach out and submit that STAR request to get resources outside our community to come And, and does it cost the taxpayers anything to be in this thing, in the TIFMAS program? It does not cost the city of San Angelo a dime to do this. So every every dollar of, uh, of salaries, overtime, um, fuel costs, housing costs, Every bit of the cost associated with the deployment is 100% refunded, uh, reimbursed back to the organization. Um, all the backfill costs from the overtime. So, you know, we have a firefighter supposed to be on duty. Well, now he's out on deployment. Somebody has to fill that spot. Well, we have to hire in overtime for it, and that backfill is covered by the state as well. I'm going to change the subject a little bit. Let's okay. come, come back to San Angelo. Um, one of your projects is to build a ninth uh, firehouse. We yes, call them a firehouse. Is yeah, fire station, fire station, firehouse. firehouse. You know. And um, and this is a this is a subject matter I, I'm sort of familiar with because uh, you had a you used to have a fire inspector here named uh, Ross Coleman, your, your uh, fire marshal, and he would lament about the fact that Country Club Estates down there by the, the Country Club didn't have enough ingress egress routes uh, for the size of the neighborhood, mm -hmm. and what he he would you know liken that to when when people when developers were asking for you know, approval for a new plot for a subdivision that primarily out there uh, off of Twin Mountain Drive and things like that, he would force them to have more than, you know, one ingress, egress route in there. And the and the contractor, the, the developer said, well, that's going to cost too much money. And he goes, yeah, well, look what we got down south here. We got to fix it. So from what I understand, this fire station is going to be down there in that area. Yes, sir. So that's kind of the target area that I'm looking at. Uh, of course, we do a com community risk assessment to see um, where some of our threats are at. And that is the farthest response route that we have to any particular neighborhood right now. And so um, Country Club Estates, a bunch of million dollar homes, and you have a long, we do a have longer a, than normal. Longer than normal. We do have two fire stations that are, you know, just over five miles from that area. Fire station number seven, which is out there where Howard College used to be, mm -hmm. um, off executive. Uh, fire station number four, which is out the south gate of the base. It is still a fast response there, but it is it is over five road miles and the kind of the standard is within five road miles of a, a neighborhood or a fire station. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is my target. Uh, I do have some goals established as timeline. Um, one of those goals is I, I would like to have the land purchased this year and we're getting closer. So um, I'm hoping that by the end of 24 that we have that checkbox 
and we start moving towards, um, you know, development and um, planning and. Well, the benefits of having a, another fire station down there, obviously for the homeowners, is going to be their 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 property taxes for the city probably going to stay about the same, but their interest their insurance rates because you're you have these ISO scores and things Correct. like that. Correct. So these extra fire expanding the fire department is a good thing for insurance. Oh, absolutely. So uh, currently, San Angelo is an ISO one city. It's the highest rating that you get from the insurance um, survey organization. Um, so it leaves you one direction to go. So we need to maintain this high level of protection uh, because we certainly don't want to drop to it too. If you are farther than five road miles away from a fire station, there you will see a, a higher rate on your insurance because of it. And that's another area that I'm trying to correct is mm -hmm. to make sure that that neighborhood is still um, within the response area. Are there any other neighborhoods in San Angelo that might have the same situation? Nothing else? No, sir. That is the only area that right now that we've identified. Of course, even with all that growth uh, out beyond Twin Mountain Lane and all the toward you know down Knickerbocker Road, basically down Knickerbocker. Yeah. Um, no, that's all. That's all within our response. All area. within. So, mm -hmm. so, yes, so whoever put the, the fire stations in a long time ago. Uh, planned them out pretty good there. Oh, absolutely. So um, we had some issues with one station that wasn't exactly in the best location. Mm -hmm. And uh, three, four, five years ago, we moved that station, fire station number four. We moved it from the where our old training center was right off of Avenue Well and mm -hmm. moved it out closer to Goodfellow Air Force Base. And it provided a much, um, a much better coverage map for this the city and we try to actually space our stations out with a three mile coverage area mm -hmm. so we're well within that five mile radius okay so um country club of states you're you're if you can get on your get 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 on board with this fire station number nine your insurance rates will go down yes that's that's the biggest thing uh finally you had a graduation uh for new recruits recently? Yes, we did. Last I saw a lot of pictures. Yes, sir. Last Friday, we uh, graduated five, and it's, it was kind of a hybrid group. We had one individual who had previously had his paramedic certification before he came to us, and uh, we got him through basic fire, and he graduated with the class ahead of them that spent the last 15 months in recruit school. He only mm -hmm. had to spend about six months. Um, you know, there's a great gr uh, group of individuals um, uh very excited about their contributions here to come. Of course, they, they start active duty on the floor. Their first shift will be Saturday morning. Okay. So it's coming. New guys. So yeah. so when you when you show up at the, at, at the fire station, and I guess you got to sleep overnight, so do they haze you? No, sir. Hazing is not tolerated. Don't, don't do any hazing. No, you don't sir. Like, you know. It's a gentle more. <laughs> no, hazing is, it, it, that's a way of the past. I just want to know what the tricks were. What, what, you know, they got to have the newbie tricks. Now, now, I will tell you, there is a tradition in the fire service a lot of people don't understand. First time you do anything, you show uh -huh. up with ice cream. And, and it, it's funny to me is the, the newest person on the organization is buying all the ice cream for everybody. So, so. what kind of ice cream do they get usually? Uh, Bluebell. They have to get Bluebell. I Bell. hate to throw in a brand out there, but they are requesting Bluebell. Do they, do they have to, like, do they get, they get critiqued on the type of Bluebell they choose? No. I mean, if it were me, I'd get the stuff with all the crazy nuts in it that no one likes. <laughs> <laughs> no, normally they don't complain as long as it's Bluebell. And, you know, I showed up one time with Napolitan. And, boy, I didn't live that down for a long time. Really? Why? They t said I bought cheap ice cream. 
Neapolitan is, is cheap ice cream. I well, think you're getting three for one. Well, it's, that's what I thought. But, uh, <laughs> but what I thought was funny is I make the least amount of money in the organization. Y'all make me buy all the ice cream? Come on. Yeah. And you complain about it. <laughs> all right. So um, the big part of the city of San Angelo is public safety, which the fire department is, I guess, half the equation. The police department is the other half. Um, when I talk with uh, the leadership of the police department, uh, I hear about recruiting woes. Um, you know, uh, I guess just an anecdotal uh, tidbit I got was, you know, back in the 90s, uh, for the civil service exam, we might have 150 people to show up and take the exam. Uh, and we can, pick, we can pick 20 out of it or whatever. It was very competitive. He said, today, I'm lucky to get 20 people to take the exam. Right. Is the same thing happening with the fire department? So I tell you, probably about 10 years ago, we saw pretty dramatic decrease. And, you know, you, you saw it over time. Little by little, few and fewer and fewer people were showing up to the civil service exam. Um, about 10 years ago, we noticed 30 people. Mm-hmm. When I tested, it was 150 people that showed up. And um, it, it kind of hovered around that 30 to 40 people for a while. Some years were great with 40. Some years were bad with 25. Um, about two years ago, we went into a full force campaign, recruiting campaign. Every um, um, career day with, at the schools, anytime we can get in front of any group, uh, any audience to listen to the fire department, listen about what we have to offer as a career. We were there. Mason Matthews is one of our, he is our recruiter mm-hmm. and he does a lot Mason's of these. Mason's been on our show a lot. Yes. So and he did a lot. Of, he does yeah. a lot of this advertising, if you will, for our organization, mm-hmm. but we didn't just stop there. Um, Brian Groves and Lorelai with our communications department, they have assisted us come out and have taken a ton of pictures to showcase what San Angel Fire Firefighter mm-hmm. has to, fire department has to offer and this last campaign push we we did was um san angelo fire department it, you're more than just a firefighter and i wanted to showcase each one of the divisions in our organization so you have the wildland unit you know you have high angle rescue you have our tactical medical team right. and it, there are so many different divisions within our organization that i wanted to showcase and you don't have to once you get on like one the tactical medical team you can do that for a couple of years, then go on to something else, right? Absolutely. It's, I mean, it, you move around. There's a, an incredibly diverse group of, of young men and women that work for us that I want to find what is your niche? What is your why? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's tactical medicine, excellent. I want you to get into that 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 little division and and blossom in it. Now, if it is high-angle rescue and you, I mean, you just enjoy climbing on a rope and hanging off the side of a building, I want to give you the tools that you can excel in that too because at the end of the day, it's about one thing. Right. Protecting the citizens of this community. I'm going to throw you a curveball. A couple days ago, we had uh, General Ronnie Hawkins from Angelo State University mm -hmm. on. And one of the problems that Angelo State is facing is recruiting students. I mean, you're having a hard time recruiting firefighters or firefighter recruits. Uh, but they, but one of the problems was the financial crisis of 2008, 2009. People didn't have babies. Oh, yes. And so there's, there's, there's this dip in the birth rate. And so we don't have a whole lot of people of, of, you know, in their 18, 19, 20 years. That's, that's what we're headed into. So the, the, the university is talking about, um, you know, finding other ways to, to maintain the growth of their enrollment. So I would think that that's going to impact. Uh, it, we may see an impact from that. And I can tell you this last test that we gave back in January, we had more applicants than we've seen in over 10 years. We mm-hmm. had 70 sign up for our exam. Well, that's and good. I was very impressed. And it, it, it's not the time to get the foot off the throttle. 
Keep yeah. pushing this program. Keep pushing advertising. Keep pushing career fairs, and uh, get the word out that San Angelo is an excellent place to work. And one more thing I'll say about the fire department: I've covered the graduations many times, and you know I'm a, I'm a military veteran, so I've been you know in in combat units and stuff. The esprit de corps of the fire department is very similar to to what you saw, what I saw in the military. I mean, you ring the bell and you have yes. traditions, ice cream, yes. you know, that kind of yes. thing. But but. Um, if you're looking to join something that's real, join the fire department. I would agree. Because those those guys you went through uh, basic with are probably going to be your buddies for the rest of your life. I would I would go on to say that you know you spend a third of your life with the people you work with in the fire service. You eat together, you sleep together, you break bread together. So they're not just coworkers. They're mm -hmm. family. And in the fire department, we are a big family. Yeah, and you also have to you know watch each other's back when you're fighting Absolutely. the fires. All right. Biggest fire this year. What's the biggest fire we had? Biggest fire we had. Probably the one, the house fire that on the north well, side of the loop. Let's say it wasn't that long ago. We had a pretty good size. It hit second alarm. Um, of course, I hope to keep them below second alarms if, if right. all possible because that's when it really gets well, tough. Well, I, I would have a critique from the news media. I wish y'all would add like a three-minute delay. <laughs> Because no, we, we always get there and there's nothing there. I know. I tell you, uh, you know, our guys. I'm joking about that, folks. I'm sorry. Our guys, our guys do get in there for a very. I mean, very fast. Aggressive uh, tactics. Get in there and knock it down as quick as possible. You know, because the fastest way to save a life is put out the fire. Yeah. And you know, we can run all kinds of tactics and all kinds of uh, uh, new modeling. But at the end of the day, the fastest way to make a change, to make everything better, is to put out the fire. So whatever means we have to. There you go. Well, Fire Chief uh, Patrick Brody from the San Angelo Fire Department, thank you for coming on. Thank you, We appreciate it. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll have you on, like, maybe this fire, I mean, it's up to a million, over a million acres Over a million now. acres. So escalated we, to a top one incident. If we have some updates uh, coming up the next week, we'll bring you back on. Okay. And, Sounds good. Uh, but I, I really appreciate you coming, taking time to come on today. I'm Joe Hyde. I'm with uh, San Angelo Live. Now back to the studio. Talking about being a conservative is easy, especially come election time, but delivering actual conservative results is very different. As your state representative, I'm proud to have passed the strongest state-led border security bill in the nation, the largest property tax cut in Texas history, and more school safety funding to protect our children. These aren't campaign talking points, they're real conservative results, delivered. I'm Drew Darby, and I'm asking for your vote to keep up this important work. When it comes to unique pieces you can't find anywhere else, Kano's Diamonds and Coins is your one-stop shop. With over 24 years in the diamond and coin industry, Kano's Diamonds and Coins is West Texas's choice for diamonds, jewelry, coins, silver, and gold. Owner Bill Kano stands by his work and offers free consultations, including estate jewelry. Don't just trust anyone with your valuables. Come see the staff at Kano's at 1016 West Beauregard in San Angelo. And that's our show today. Thanks for watching the only locally owned live news show in the Concho Valley. We really appreciate your feedback, especially in the comments section. Thanks again for making San Angelo Live the number one news source in the Concho Valley. We look forward to bringing you all the news again throughout 2024. First, as always, have a great evening, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.